0: I had a hobby too. Mine happened to be guns and ballistics. I studied guns and ballistics as much as I could and I wrote an article about high velocity. So out of all my years working at Weatherby, the last five have been some of the most exciting. Working with Adam, with him running
1: the company. And to think that I get the opportunity of carrying on my grandfather's legacy 75 years later here in Sheridan, Wyoming, I mean, it really is a dream come true. On Our Mark, The Weatherby Podcast.
2: Welcome back to On Our Mark, The Weatherby Podcast. We've got a couple very special guests with us today. Garrett Long, VP of Content at Meteor. Yeah, That's like a big job. Yeah. So are you like Ryan Callahan, who's also on the podcast with us?
3: Are you like his boss? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Whoa. But
0: he's a VP of content, and we produce so much content that all he has to do is listen to podcasts and right. watch
3: TV. My job is to watch movies. Yeah. That's a cool job. Yeah. Cal, what's your job? Oh, that's a good good question. I'm excited to hear this.
1: <laughs> like, when's the last time you had a job description updated?
0: Oh man, we, I had to fill out a NOAA permit because we were going to go film marine mammals. Oh, wow. And they literally needed a resume. And my producer, Jason Rurig, who's awesome, was extremely frustrated with me because I was like, whoa, I've never filled out a resume. And I'm like, like Jason, like ever? Well, I don't think you fill out a resume. You kind of make one. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, Cal. Cal I'm like, doesn't I'm just, know this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 40 years old. There's some things that I just <laughs> probably am not going to get good at. And so he was a lot of help with that. Yes. So, so what do you do at meat eater now, Cal? Okay. So, um, well, I'll, just, I'll tell you like Friday, I'm going to go out and check out a chunk of ground here in Montana that's got excellent hunting and fishing in a spot where there's not a lot of access right now. And I'm working with some conservation partners to see how we can get that funded and turned into a public access site. It would be like a future state wildlife management area. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And that is one thing I get to say I do. Cool. So I'll go there. I'll um, create a
1: little media. Mm. Yeah. So Content. Garrett, so Garrett knows I'm working. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> so you do cool things, film yourself and then that works
0: well. This will be filming, yeah.
1: Like what? What is there, right? Like why? Why it's a good spot, and just kind of be be
0: able to just kind of walk people through it a lot easier, and then talk with some of the other partners involved. Timelines, how we can help get this project over the finish line because it's pretty close, but it just needs a lot more a lot more cash, and then um, get through that bureaucratic red tape, and then uh, we just hosted. Um, A bunch of folks for some other conservation stuff, which Weatherby was a part of, and that was awesome. Um, And I I have my hands in the conservation things and produce podcasts and then produce, um, you know, video content on the on the YouTube, the Cal in the Field, which is kind of the the uh, brother to or sister or whatever you want to call it to Cal's Week in Review, the podcast where you kind of get a deeper dive, a visual dive on conservation topics that we explore in the podcast. And then, um, you know, and today, down here at Sheridan, Wyoming, Weatherby headquarters. So we had a pretty fun day today, uh, full day. Started
2: pretty early this morning, factory tour, and then we sat down, and we, uh, we created a thing. Mm-hmm. Collaboratively, together, made, made, a, made a new
0: rifle very fun day yeah
3: i would yeah. saw some day yeah but, yes. did
1: some shooting at the range mm-hmm. shotguns rifles yeah Two or the shotgun deal
3: um i, don't I know. think adam was shooting no. real well no i, I thought he started yeah. strong but um there there was a point when he switched to the 20 gauge that he kind of tapered off i,
1: I for some reason the other day i shot great with that 20 and yeah mm. didn't have the it wind much. it was the wind were you holding for wind no, that's the mm. problem. Didn't have anybody spotting for me. Right, so, right. No, it was a super fun day. We've been partners with you guys with Meat Eater. Yeah. Uh, what, this is probably our fifth year. At least four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, around there. Yeah. So, um, which has been super cool. Partner with you guys. You guys have grown a ton. You know, yeah. everybody used to think, well, it's a TV show. Uh, yeah. Now, obviously, you um, not only produce content, but product as well. Mm-hmm. But we've been partners with you guys, and it's been been really cool and you know Cal we've got to do some hunting together and just it's a friendship and a cool relationship and being up here in Sheridan and you guys in Bozeman I mean my daughter goes to college up there Cal you got to hunt with with my daughter and, and me and the crew once so it's it's cool to just have uh, yeah just right across state line here um, to have partners that they really I don't know I think we understand what each other you know yeah. do and just like last week we had this conservation event um, we just kind of pool together um, for kind of the same cause, and it's cool. And then once in a while, we can collaborate, come together, and make some cool products together. Um, and that's what we're here to talk about today.
2: Yeah, so a, f- a few months ago, we, uh, we basically launched our new Model 307, mm-hmm. first new action for Weatherby in like 51-plus years wow. since the Vanguard. And uh, the response to that has been really good. And we know with you guys, we did the Meat Eater Vanguard that went over— very well Mm -hmm. it was like our number one vanguard model like all the years that we had it in the line and uh garrett when we were talking about this new model 307 like your eyes kind of lit up like i feel like you're the you're the customer for this gun because you're not just vp of content you're you're an avid shooter
3: yeah yeah man i like to shoot and tinker and I mean to say it's a hobby would be like an understatement, I think if you ask my wife at this point. So, um yeah, you compete. Yeah, yeah, I do a little competing as well, man.
0: I just I, You're not competing for your your like a shooting paycheck, it's your recreation but it's the thing that you like to do.
3: Yeah, that would be right.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's very that's No very no true. cash money at this point? No. You're no. in the red. Oh, yeah, yeah. no well yeah. none of the
3: okay. none of the competitions I do pay out cash anyways. It's um It's a lot gear based, so like Mm -hmm. they have like a gear table that you walk afterwards, which is crazy. The first NRL hunter I did, I remember walking the table. I actually, I'm gonna like you know, um, pat my own back here, but I won that competition. I didn't know it at that time. Um, It was the first one I did, and I walked the uh, prize table. I'm like, oh my god, there's like five rifles up here on the prize table. I wish I would have taken it seriously. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and then a little while later they're like oh yeah you won so you're the first one to walk up there pick <laughs> out anything you want anything is, you want off the table it was nuts man that's yeah. awesome and then that's when it started right like the an hour later
0: garrett up. was done like running bolts and pulling triggers and yeah, yeah he's yeah, like okay yeah, exactly. the guns, <laughs> everybody's yeah. like when's
3: my turn <laughs> i think this is the best yeah one. yeah but um yeah you're right man uh as soon as you guys mentioned this one i was excited you know i think taking a rifle and then truly making it your own is a wave of the future that a lot of people are looking to do. And action footprint has a lot to do with that and different components. And you guys built a platform that I think you can get into and one out of the box. It's awesome. It's like you're good to go, but there's a component to it that you can take it from there and really build off of like a 700 footprint Yep. and compete, hunt, recreate, all the things mm-hmm. that's the whole ethos of it, so, oh
0: yeah, well, I mean, out of the box, not even out of the box, we had what five different barrels um and five different um configurations of stocks and and we were mixing and matching and and then finally screwed one together and zeroed it in and went out and shot out to 1,000 yards with it the same yeah. day. Yeah, and mm-hmm. less
2: 10-ish yeah. shots in your at 1,000 yards. Just
1: to let everybody know, we, we took a gun that's on the table, podcast table here, out to the range, and uh, the first shot at 1,000 yards uh, just about hit the bullseye. So yeah. uh, with probably 15 miles an hour wind um, with a 6.5 Creedmoor. We did walk it out to a thousand, we so we were able to read the wind a little better. Yep, and absolutely. Call, I think we did what 2479 seven. <laughs> a, a thousand, mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah, we walked out less than a box of ammo. Um, we were on on at a thousand. It was pretty cool. And yeah. I mean, yeah. Ryan Callahan is a good shot, ladies and gentlemen. Let I'm, it be written. Not not a pro though, right? Yeah. I mean, I I don't. You're not
0: making cash money off your shooter. I'm a recreational shooter. Yeah, Um, you did. You did so it was, it was sweet. And
1: your first group out of this gun here that we're going to chat about the uh, the meat eater special on the 307. The first group shot was three quarter inch, uh, Mm -hmm. just breaking her in. So, wasn't bad with factory ammo. You know, just
3: yeah, yeah. He, uh, I don't think you zeroed your turret there, Cal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're going to be a few revolutions yeah. off. It's only like <laughs> going to be a like thirty six minutes. Thirty six
2: <laughs> minutes. Yeah, <laughs> at a thousand. A little high. So, if you have people, yeah. if people are yeah. just uh, listening only to this podcast, they can't see this gun. Ryan, why don't why don't you uh, why don't you talk a little bit about like the colors, the why we went with what we went with, and uh, yeah, give us a little rundown.
0: Okay, so one thing that we had not talked about all day but is a huge bonus for a guy like me that would go buy a rifle off the shelf is you basically just need a scope and rings and ammo and you're ready to go so you're including a kind of a custom picatinny rail on here and the magazine you have a adjustable trigger you have an ejectable trigger tech trigger, trigger yeah. tech trigger, yeah. an adjustable uh, cheek piece, shims for the butt stock, um, and then you have two uh, swivel points up front so you can, you know, you can put a Picatinny rail up on your forend mm-hmm. and then a muzzle brake. So it's already in that zone of you can kind of customize this at a minimum you can tinker with it to fit your face, right? Have that same cheek weld and uh length the pole for the trigger. So, you have a big step up in your base platform.
2: It's a big difference from the original Meteor rifle that mm-hmm. it was just what it was, the stock was what it was. Yeah. So, now we got the full adjustability. Awesome.
0: Yeah, super super awesome. Um, for me, you know, it's it's a value proposition and it's right there in that like custom gun world right so um if you want to go to new heights beyond that you're set up to do that um but out of the box you're going to look at this thing and it is just it's a business rifle you're going to look at it and be like oh yeah that thing means business you're going to (laughs) hit the range with that type of confidence and confidence kills yeah Yeah. that's how it works so um yeah it i mean kind of working man's rifle right everything cerakoted um you're not gonna be uh having to handle this thing with like uh you're worried about your natural skin oils rubbing. no no white gloves are necessary yes Mm -hmm. exactly um but it's a precision rifle too like i mean it's again i'm the way I think, I'm not sure what a lot of folks would want beyond this. Um, and, man, you can just configure it to whatever shooter. Like, if this is going to be a general rifle that's hanging out at the ranch, it's very much worth having because you know it's going to be a tack driver and whoever comes in and sits behind it, you can dial in for them. It's
1: it's just, I I can go on and on about it. It's great. <laughs> No, that's, great, so. that's awesome. And then I think, you know, we, we worked on the performance. It took us a couple of years to kind of try to get all this for, you know, what it what it was here in this package. Obviously, on this one, we are including that. We call it the J-rail. It's a Picatinny rail that we actually developed uh, with a couple of the uh, the tabs or rails off the back mm-hmm. and uh, allows you to maybe get your scope a little bit lower. So that's that's going to be included with this rifle as well. So we're trying to really have it be all that you would need um, to get out there and and do the things you need to do with it. And then I think, you know, from there, I think we rely on you guys to know from an aesthetic standpoint, we, you know, we need function and fashion. Mm -hmm. And it's, and uh, so many things have gone that way. Um, Firearms are no exemption, right? People are doing with their trucks or anything else and you want it to look cool and your colors look cool and have all the accessories, but, you know, you guys... And knowing clothing and apparel and merch and so many different things, kind of, kind of know those things a little bit. So we really came into it going, okay, you guys kind of help us, give us some direction, so we can have this partnership. We, we'll make it shoot, um, but you guys better help it make it look, make it look good. Mm-hmm.
3: And it looks good, man.
1: I think it does.
3: Yeah, it so, does. It it's on that spectrum of if you were to go get your own stock and yeah. dip it yourself, or you know have somebody else dip it. Like, what would you do? What when you're on the competition series, what do you see out there? And it's like it's already on that spectrum, hmm. right, of the, the look that you would yeah. look for out there.
2: And this stock That's is hand-painted here right, in right. Sheridan. And, I, in fact, while we were chatting, we were like, hey, what if we had this mm-hmm. color scheme? Mm-hmm. We went and to lunch. And- we went to lunch, and we came back, and we had that color scheme.
3: Oh, man. It, it's like uh, we were talking <laughs> about earlier, the, the type of day that you just love to have in this industry. When we're like, well, what if we did this color and then this different bolt? And then that sponge paint job, like it was awesome. Man. Oh, it's yeah. the day that everybody really wants people
0: in the hunting industry to have all the time, mm-hmm. right?
1: right? They're like, Oh, I bet you guys do this all day, right. every day. Right.
0: <laughs> and today we had that day. Yeah, it We, we awesome. did. We,
1: we sat around the conference room table today and, and had pieces of guns laying throughout and we'd pre-done a lot of painting, but we not only did the stock, but we did a bolt shroud and a bolt knob. And kind of taking things and we'd go do something else and come back. So the team here was doing Cerakoting and kind of all that. I think, you know, the colors are are ones that you guys have done really well with. Um, You know, a lot of the kind of color palette stuff you see across your brands a little bit. And uh, a lot of those kind of tans and browns and some pretty neat stuff. Um, And and I personally love kind of think what we all landed on. And Mm -hmm. um, so... You know, maybe we can kind of talk about talk about the color scheme and and what's different about it for for those that can't see it on the table. Okay, those that are listening on the podcast describe it in perfect picture yes detail. Right. You know, uh-huh.
0: Tona Brown. I would say <laughs> if you're familiar with the first light line of camouflage patterns, um, this would be very firmly like in that fusion uh, color palette. Uh, it's a little more open and i i think it is like if you're a first light fan you're going to know this if you're not you're going to look at it and be like oh that is a great break up camouflage pattern and yeah it's classy looking the way the Cerakote matches up with the with the color palette of the stock itself
2: it's a patriot a patriot brown cerakote
3: kind of a flat brown Mm -hmm. which is just an awesome color and
1: we what we ended up doing was we have the patriot brown cerakote on the barrel and the receiver we have a black spiral fluted bolt but we took the bolt shroud or bolt sleeve however you call it and the bolt knob and did that in patriot brown so there's a black mix so you have the accents from the magazine and uh you know, scope. your recoil pad and adjustability on your comb and then your bolt. So you have these black accents throughout it while keeping that Patriot brown and black there. And then I, on the stock, you know, we, we put a splash of green in there as well on, you know, kind of a custom paint pattern. So you have kind of this tan um, base with the with brown and the green on the stock. And I think, um, like Cal said, you could lean it up against something in the field. and mm-hmm. You better, better mark it with your pin so wow. you know where it's at.
0: I agree, which I personally really like, right? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is, it's form and function and fashion Um, and fashion's fine by me as long as it's got the function Mm -hmm. and this does. So Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of contrast there too, which I think we always look for in the field, like that breakup. Now, I'll be honest. I've never uh, had an animal run away from me and thought like, oh, my gun had more camouflage. (laughs) Right. But Cal made a good point. When we were going through this color scheme, we look for straight lines out there, right? Uh, That's how we find things. And when you have a straight line on your back, bouncing up and down, going through the woods, like you'd imagine that that would be an indicator to whatever you're chasing. So the fact that we do have this, this contrast that I think because of the green and the different tones of browns will work in a lot of different environments it's not going to hurt you it's less of a straight line no
0: yeah it is it is it's great it's great no i i was um was coming in a little bit cold to the project uh meaning that i hadn't i'd been uh looped in on the 307 project but i hadn't physically been seeing anything and so it was just a perfect crash course right get to see everything on the factory floor, get to see uh, literally uh, stock barrels being turned, get to see um, the stocks, get to see uh, the triggers being tested, get to see the bolts being turned, get to see the Cerakote process, and all of the craftspeople on the floor coming together to make this item is amazing right it's like instant buy-in i'm like oh yeah and then go out and shoot with it and be like oh this is a very effective tool better than anything i was exposed to uh as a kid you know i mean i'm just turned into an old man all these kids are so spoiled (laughs) these days right it's like you jump into something like this out of the gate and you're so far ahead of where i started
1: i think it's cool when you talk about being on the factory floor You know, um, we had some people in town a couple weeks ago, and after they got a tour and you see a rifle like this, it's kind of that how it's made thing where sometimes people just take it for granted. We go buy something. We're like, oh, that's cool. They made things. Just shows up at the store that way. But, I mean, probably the amount of hands that would be on this 307 Meteor rifle when you're talking stock painters, Sarah coders but preppers, preppers, people that are prepping it for paint and bead blasting and all those different things. When you're talking about machining and turning down, you know, the barrels, uh, when you're talking about all the assembly, I mean, that bolt right there, it's got a firing pin and, you know, an ejector, an extractor, all those things are hand put in there. You start to go through all of this, and uh, there are a lot of hands here in Sheridan, Wyoming that, that touch this product before it gets into that box. And you saw, I mean, probably 20 people at least that would... 30 i was gonna say 50 yeah by the i mean
2: if you go through 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 every through every uh department that we have set up out there
3: yeah Mm -hmm. it's cool seeing the people behind it Uh, like i was thinking i was paying attention to the Mm t-shirts down there Hmm. because they're the same ones that i'd wear right (laughs) and and it's just like oh yeah these are like my people that are down here building these guns and uh and then we get to go play with them yeah but it definitely like it there's more weight behind it because of that.
1: And there's a lot of perfectionists down there. I mean, when you talk about, you know, people, because we're almost an 80-year-old brand, and when my grandpa set it up, this fit and finish and quality craftsmanship, it's like before I was born, that reputation was there, and my job is to not screw that up, right? And everybody here knows and feels that weight of responsibility that no matter what they're doing on that factory floor, that, like, yeah, I'm I'm doing a a big part of this process that's going to end up out there. Um, in the hands of somebody and it's going to bear the Weatherby be name and it better be worthy of that name, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of cool. We Speaking of names, we do have the meat eater name also that's back on the cheek piece, which is kind of cool just like we had our meat eater Vanguard. So mm-hmm. kind of blended together um, the two brands, which I think is kind of fun too.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we... Are great third-party validators because uh, <laughs> we love to go out and shoot stuff and and uh, and then eventually take things into the field and mm-hmm. um, but only if they prove themselves on the range right and um, this is one of those pieces I mean mm-hmm. it, it yeah again like going back to all the guide camps I was in as a kid guiding and stuff like man you see some strange stuff come into camp, you know, it's like, Oh, that's my elk rifle. Oh, that's my deer rifle. And Mm -hmm. something like
3: this, you'd be like, Oh, that person's serious. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'd I'd say like what we did today too, walking it out to a thousand, um, man, like shooting enough, there's nothing that annoys me more than hearing people say that they hit at a thousand. Um, and that's their max range. And it's after they shot at it eight or 10 times and they kind of got their window open, finally hit on steel. What I liked about this gun is we were walking it out that way is it was consistently tracking. Mm -hmm. Meaning we didn't shoot it at 300 and kind of have our wind open and go to 400 and then it changes. And like there wasn't any variables other than what we were putting into the calculator. Right. And it just tracked all the way out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I'm not going to go out and say that Cal's uh, max range is a thousand yards. Um, But... He did it today, pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, he did it today. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you cal when you you're thinking about this fall? you yep. Shot it today. You gaining some confidence with it. Would you take this rifle or in this caliber different? You know, but but this yep. model in the field this fall. You're oh. going to be. What do you think you're going to be hunting with it this year?
0: I mean, you, you could you could we also talked a lot about uh caliber mm. offerings on this
1: thing. up on the whiteboard in the conference room right now
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you could you could
1: do anything i mean what about you this anything, fall What so. do you think you'll take it on
0: Oh elk deer yeah yeah for sure I mean honestly antelope too yeah. I mean it's a great in this particular configuration this would be a phenomenal. Phenomenal mm-hmm. antelope gun, yeah. especially for planning oh, yeah. for Wyoming winds, Nevada winds, yeah. Montana, Eastern Montana winds. This out-of-the-box setup would be an absolute killer planes rifle. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you get get behind this thing. And that's the other, like, we were shooting out of a Connex box that you guys have reconfigured, and it's very comfortable in there. But I'll tell you, with no exaggeration, and certainly not tooting my own horn at all, the, uh, I was not taking the level of setup that I normally would at the range as seriously today. I was like, Oh yeah, this feels pretty good. Not like <laughs> ultra rock solid, but the way that the, just the way that the stock sits in there, um, it certainly worked out. Mm-hmm. I mean, started at did we start at two hundred. Started yeah. at two. That's our first steal. So we did yeah. two, three, four, 7, nine, seven a thousand, nine a thousand, seven, nine, a thousand.
1: Actually, yeah. you skipped three. You just went two, oh, four. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh right yeah, a, yeah. 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 Garrett two. said that. He's like three just sounds boring. Yeah, it's
3: just like yeah, you know. That's he right. like but, he hits so center mass on two. It's yeah. like what's the point? The, Let's just move.
2: I thought it was kind of neat that you called your shot on all of them except for the nine and a thousand, just because you couldn't see with the magnification of the scope. But you're like yeah got it right there. Mm-hmm. Nobody had to really tell you where you hit. Recoil's not bad. I mean it's a 6.5 Creedmoor, but um well you're... I, the
0: nice the nice thing was, right, it's like again, it's a confidence thing and there was n- I wasn't pulling the trigger being like, "Yeah, maybe." <laughs> right, I just wasn't. I was like, "This is going to be right there." They were all. You know, they
2: pretty much all were. We so. we had when we jumped from f- four to nine, the uh, wind we had we had to figure out the wind because it's mm-hmm. it was whipping. But once we figured the wind out, mm-hmm. it
3: came on. Yeah, it was pushing up there on that hill. It was. We started with what like a twelve mile an hour, and I think yeah, it, it was, was like sixteen, seventeen by the yeah. time we got up there. Yeah, yeah, that's stiff, man. Yeah, it is. Thirteen. It's MOA. Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your last shot, you were holding a hundred and thirty inches off target that's that's a lot of it's, like it's more 10,
2: than 10 feet more than 10 feet yeah. if you math good right,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah mentally in the scope you gotta kind of shake your eyeballs a couple of times and be yeah. like yeah you know because your crosshairs are way still the right feels wrong you gotta it, zone in on that hash mark so um, no i mean no no lie i mean it's it just it feels good back there um those proving rounds to walk it out obviously builds confidence and there's like a herd of antelope laying down on the hillside Mm -hmm. over there you know and it's not like i'm gonna uh spray and pray so to speak (laughs) right i'm like i know where this is going um it's at least going to be very close to the ballpark and yeah it was
1: i'll say and you when you talk about uh squeezing the trigger you saw today uh you know, our team setting the triggers, right? They had the three pound, they had the three and a half and kind of saw that. And obviously you were kind of asking questions when you're out there, how'd the trigger feel out there? Was it cool seeing that? It's like, Hey, I just saw the guy who set these triggers. Um, Kellen was out there doing it and you got out there with, you know, did you feel the trigger was all you'd hope to be from a trigger tech?
0: Oh, I'm like a factory guy. I wouldn't change a thing. Right. Like, I mean, it, it felt, felt great to me. Um, I'm sure you could tell, like, I just wanted to shoot more. Yeah. Right? Right. (laughs) I wasn't like, okay, one and done. That feels good. Thanks. (laughs) No, I was like, oh, we have have more ammunition? Mm -hmm. Great. Let's stay here. Let's keep rolling. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. So, uh, I I mean, it's just impressive. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get to do spoiled kid stuff, right? But when you walk around the factory floor, you see all the components in one place. They go from raw to kind of put together to kind of coded, to finished, and then there's people running down to the range and proving the rifles. It's very, very cool. But then when you're really paying attention, each person in the process is looking for quality control, like you're watching people like we watched some folks put together vanguards today, you know, and they're cycling actions and they're they're pulling triggers put and dummy rounds in make sure yeah put dummy rounds yep. in yeah I mean it's it's just nice to know that something like this isn't going out the door with the well, it should work type of idea right <laughs> it's like it's proven it's yep. great, mm-hmm. yeah, so um. It, it to me, it's it's a giant confidence boost, and obviously I've been a big fan of uh, Weatherby rifles in in the past. Um, have a hard time changing over to new ones because of my. I it. thought you were gonna cry today, Cal. I, you guys caught me off guard a little bit because <laughs> I was like, Whoa. I mean, part of me
3: was like,
2: <laughs> we asked Garrett was is this rifle sentimental to Cal? Or he's like, no, it's fine. No. Don't
3: worry about it. Just, yeah, I did not expect that reaction. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, grab it and run out the door. <laughs> if you're listening, yeah, Cal's sorry. got a, a backcountry
1: Mark V. We got him a few years ago, and you've killed a lot of stuff with it. Yeah. Put on how many miles do you think you, you got on that gun? Oh, I mean, boats and planes
0: and yeah. mules and yeah. all the things in between, and and just a lot of shoe
1: leather. But we want Cal using the new stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. so we'd come out with some new stuff. So we upgraded him. And he almost cried. It was hard. Yeah. yeah, I'm not lying. It was hard. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Real hard. Let's talk about this. You could
0: have eased me into it a little bit more.
2: We ripped that Band-Aid off pretty hard. You did. Hey, was... hey speaking <laughs> yeah. of new stuff, by the time this podcast comes mm-hmm. out, the uh, shotguns that we were playing with out at the range, that
1: I think you're a pretty big fan of. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They're not out today, but when this podcast comes out, if everything lines up just right, mm-hmm. we would have launched uh, a side-by-side shotgun, the Orion side-by-side, and uh, we shot some clays on top of the Connex today. Yes. Um, we have a deck we've built up there with some clay throwers, and we went through some boxes of shells mm-hmm. in the wind uh, shooting clays, and uh, we were crushing them with s- that twenty. Yeah, oh, yeah. We had a twenty so and a twelve dumb. out there. So what? I don't know. You know, without tooting our horn, I, like literally, what'd you guys? What'd you think? Oh, Good, bad, man. and the ugly. It was so cool.
2: Are you- What's your Garrett? I don't know, like your shotgun uh, level. Is it is it up there with your uh, your rifle? No. Like you no, don't you don't roll all. up and casually win a shotgun I competition? Don't,
3: no one's ever accused <laughs> me of that. Uh, man, my shotgun abilities are like the typical Montana kid that had a uh, clay pigeon thrower in the pasture. Yep. Um, always sending them straight away, kind of a deal. Yeah. Put the bead on, squeeze the trigger. Um, so no, not like I would not consider myself an advanced uh, wing shooter, mm-hmm. but that 12-gauge side-by-side, man, for me, like, it was hard to miss. It right. was just, like, so much fun. And the recoil side of it was a non-issue. I think it's, like, that perfect weight. And, uh, yeah, man, it just, like, it felt like the, the way that, like, cheek weld and all that for me was just great. It was awesome to sit behind. Yeah. Side-by-side yeah.
0: people are often not good uh, shotgun shots. Because Mm -hmm. they like the nostalgia, and they're shooting with something that is uh, relatively ancient and fancy. (laughs) And they're just not getting the reps with the thing when they're not in the field. And it's more about how cool of a gun it is, yeah. Um, even though it was like cutting edge a long, long time ago. (laughs) So what I like about this is I I have several side-by-sides. Love them. Uh, I do not hunt with them regularly because of what I just said. So these have the new Weatherby side-by-sides have interchangeable chokes, and they're yeah. going to come with a full a set of extended extent, chokes, yeah. which is incredible. Five. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody else is doing that. Um, the fit and finish is beautiful. I mean, it, it's gorgeous. Um, but it's got that modern interchangeable choke system. And then... It's got your classic English stock, but the thing that I immediately noticed is it doesn't have like the old, like Stevens kind of farmer second trigger where it's exactly like the, the front trigger. Mm -hmm. So it's a dual trigger shotgun to be clear. Yep. Which some people are, are afraid of the English stock is this nice long swept back stock. So you can move your entire hand down to the second trigger. Um, That's all it is. You can get very proficient with it very quick. But what Weatherby has done, and I'm super excited about, is the fact that that second trigger is set in such a way that you can catch that thing with like your fingernail Mm -hmm. on your trigger finger if you're in like a flustered shooting scenario and it's just going to be there. So I think the learning curve for people that want to pick one of these things up is going to be really steep and fast and effective, and you're going to be... You're not going to be worried about not having enough days at the range. Yep. You can take this thing out and kind of learn in the field, um, especially if you like to walk. But <laughs> it's, it's set up very well, very well. And I was a little blindsided when I saw this thing the first time uh, last year. Yeah, you got that sneak preview in Aberdeen. Yes, exactly. Uh, and it's, it was beautiful then. It's improved since then. And it's it's classy, super functional. I think you guys are just going to blow people away with that shotgun. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. I
1: think it's awesome. It feels good with that super slender forearm too. You just feel like you know you're wrapping your hands around the barrel, Um, and it's it's so slim and by design, you know, made to be that way. That we were heating those barrels up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to watch when you put your fingers a little bit, huh? Yeah. (laughs) And yeah. uh, but it's yeah we're we're excited about it. It's fun. I'm glad you guys got a chance to shoot it today. I think mm-hmm. everybody shot pretty well with it. The the 12 gauge side by side was not a misser. It no, was, couldn't uh, miss with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it I, was fun. I love carrying a side by side. Like I I resisted for a lot
2: of the reasons that you said for a long time. Because I'm like, hey, there's better tools. Oh yeah, you know yeah yeah. yeah. But when when you like are walking aways on an upland hunt and you you break that action open and you just kind of throw it over your shoulder. Mm. It's comfy.
1: Oh yeah, I well, just like it. And it balances it's, better on your shoulder than than an over and under does. Yeah.
0: It's a well-balanced shotgun though. I mean, even yeah. though you're you have twice twice the barrel out there, <laughs> it is it is a nice feeling like walk all day shotgun in in my opinion. So what would sure. you go hunt so, with it? Uh, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of shot different shot sizes out there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love to have the 12-gauge and the duck blind a few days this year for sure. Mm-hmm. Really? Now or a yeah. goose type of situation. Just to
1: show all those guys with the plastic stock dipped in camo, long barrels, extended choke tubes, magazines, that you can hit something with the wood side-by-side.
0: Side. Well,
1: I mean, your first shot has to count mm-hmm. too,
0: right? That's so. right. Mm-hmm
1: um yeah just just because it it's, It'd be fun
0: it's a fun thing yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah as garrett said man you cover a clay pigeon up mm-hmm. with both those barrels it goes to dust very fast it's gonna go yeah you get something as big as a goose out there i think you're gonna be um uh, feeling pretty <laughs> proud of yourself
3: <laughs> yeah I, th- I think if you go into the blind with that side by side though we need to get you a pipe Oh. <laughs> yes. oh man! Look awesome. I he can see Cal awesome. and yeah. his oh, mustache yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. with yeah. the pipe, like my grandpa used the to corn, have, in all like the pictures. Corn yep. Oh, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm.
0: It's. I, it, I mean, <laughs> it, you build confidence with something. That's what you want to shoot, yeah.
1: right? So it's it's it's. I yeah. It's I, funny you that guys are going to kill it with the that diversity shot. of the product we're looking at here yeah, on the table. The three hundred seven with all the adjustability and newfangled things, and then just old school. And that's what's fun about firearms sometimes Mm -hmm. is like um a lot of different hobbies or things that we do right is the you have the new and that's really kind of fun and exciting but to go back and have something nostalgic and blend some of that though with like you said maybe more modern chokes and you know some different things that kind of bring it up to speed it's fun to have i think today we got a little bit old and a little bit of new Mm -hmm. it was fun Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and well i mean you're a dog guy Mm -hmm. you got to be fair to the dog you can't run the dog all day long right but at the same time sharp tails Four birds, right? You only get four birds in a day. Mm -hmm. And um, taking a little break, cracking open the side-by-side, instead of shooting five Mm -hmm. shells in a semi-auto is a nice way to extend your day. But you can match those chokes to the distance, the conditions, Mm -hmm. um, to the shot shell of your preference that, you know, crushes birds out there and your dog's going to have a lot more fun. Put less miles on that critter, and you're going to have a lot more fun. You have the most effective tool out there, and you can kind of limit yourself to mm-hmm. enjoying the day too. Like, I mean, it's... Well said. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well I mean, I, I wouldn't take someone more seriously with the semi-auto versus the
3: side-by-side. Oh, to the contrary. Mm. I feel like you see someone walking up with a side-by-side. You're kind of like, oh. Yeah, they know He's what's not up. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah he, and a pipe. Not his first and rodeo. tobacco, yeah. not ball. his first <laughs> rodeo. Just ask yeah. for an autograph right there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for uh spending some time with us today mm-hmm. working out the details on mm-hmm. the meat eater 307. Um, if you if anybody wants to find out more info on that rifle, you can do that at weatherby.com. I'm sure at some point we'll get it some info posted on meat eater as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. um and the same with the orion side by side check check out more on weatherby.com
0: and you guys are selling the uh the action for the 307 we sell them as builder's actions we sure do yeah so i don't know what you're going to customize yourself beyond what you can start with in uh this meat eater edition rifle but
1: you can certainly try you have the option that's right. Or it doesn't mean you couldn't buy this gun as it is, shoot it for a few years, and throw a carbon mm-hmm. fiber stock on it later if you want mm-hmm. to, or something different, or a yeah. chassis. Yeah. You know, you can, you can do that later. Get think, into it for this at a at a decent price point and always just throw things on later. That's what's fun about, I think, this platform. I think Garrett's going to put a chassis, just just guessing.
3: Man, yeah, it's just like it has to do with your style. You know, I think <laughs> chassis um, a few years down the road, you know, Play around with barrels, heavier barrels. If you just sit at the range all day and jam, mm-hmm. yeah. But right now, as is, this is like an out of the box
1: killer. You'll be doing that, and Cal would have already killed a dozen big game animals with this, I know, and yeah. you know, sitting back smoking his pipe with his side by side. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I do a- not and snort pipe. <laughs> that's just, okay, that's let's just let's just be clear. Yeah, kay. let's just be clear. Would you hold one for a photo with the side by side, though?
3: Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we could get him one of those like little battery operated ones where the smoke comes out, <laughs> but he doesn't have to. You know, yeah, go. as
0: long as one of those side by sides ends up at the old, uh, you know, Schneiz FFL and Bo's I think then. that's
3: the
1: seventh time he yeah. mentioned that today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, <we're>, a <laughs> he's, 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 oh, he's, I great. saw him
2: set himself a calendar <laughs> reminder to remind us to get him his side by side. Yeah. No. A, a cal
1: reminder.
0: <laughs> very very on top of it. <laughs> well, yeah. thanks
1: guys for being here and yeah. making the trip down and looking forward to seeing how people appreciate this rifle i think it's our vanguard mediator was very successful i think the collaboration worked and so we're gonna step up to the plate again and and uh anxious to hear what all these listeners think about it Mm. oh yeah
0: the 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 real feedback right from Mm -hmm. from the the greater world is going to be super exciting because i think it's just a great package so thanks for thanks for letting us chip in